Love Joy Actually. <laughs> We're back. Um, Welcome to Love Joy Actually. This is episode I have literally not got a clue. Episode nine. Eight. Oh, nine. No. Is it episode nine? Fight. No, Fight. Hang on. <laughs> Sorry. Episode eight of it's... series one, yep. The March of Time. And shall we introduce ourselves? Yeah, because we keep forgetting. My name's M. Hello. I'm Helen. And I'm Paul. Um, we we are on social media. We're we going to plug the social media first. We are on Twitter. Lots of you found us on Twitter. We've Yay. got almost almost a hundred fans on Twitter. Ooh, which I realize okay. it's not enough for a blue tick, but it's still quite exciting. And we are for series two. We've decided to launch on Patreon. Um, we're going to give you like lots of behind the scenes stuff. We've just made a little tiny tiny film because um, there's a few things that we want to get our hands on, and you guys can um help us out with that and it'll be so cool so if you go onto patreon and just um search lovejoy actually you'll find us and all the things that we want to reward you with for listening like um blooper reels and photos and videos and stuff that you can't get just from listening to the podcast we are at a lovejoy a pod on twitter please i have so much fun on the twitter account please follow us on twitter and thank you i've got to actually send my thanks to you my friend let's have a little bit of a cheers cheers because there is no way on god's earth that i would be able to manage a twitter account it would drive me but in Same. we are enjoying the twitter account a lot uh, we put polls and all sorts of things up there and you all come in and give us lots of corrections for which we are eternally grateful so please keep oh, have those we, have coming we got in any corrections did we did we mention i can't remember i don't think we had well unless there were some from twitter i had like a vague correction which is just a personal correction in the episode about the isle of man i keep talking about various boyfriends that i've had they were all different boyfriends it wasn't just like the same person I had one from grimsby one from the isle of man one from I don't know elsewhere somewhere, but when you when I listened back, I was like, it sounds like I don't know where my boyfriends were from, but I do, I do remember. Basically, M has a lot of boyfriends. That's what she wants you to know. Several boyfriends. (laughs) So I also have um, a correction. We were told that Romans and Enemies was based on, or Friends, Romans and Enemies, episode four, was based on the book Gold from Gemini. Um, Have you you read? I haven't read Gold from Gemini. Gold from Gemini one of the ones That's that I like have read he wrote, he wrote quite a lot of books and that isn't one that I read um so we we should perhaps we should look into that and we see. should read it we should or we should read it in fact I'm, Helen, I'm you plowing read through no. um the gondola scam in preparation for our that's a good next book. episode. I'm it, really looking forward in, to that. I'm enjoying it. You've listened to the audiobook, haven't I've you? I've listened to the audiobook, but I also read the original years ago when I was a teenager and probably understand a lot more of it now than a lot of it just sort of <laughs> yeah, passed me by in, in those days. Uh, Helen, have you even touched the Judas Perry? You're still too scared. No, I'm frightened of it. You scared me off. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it just sounds so I dark. If I, if I, yeah, I don't want to get evil Lovejoy into my head. Then how can I watch evil Fluffy Lovejoy? He's not evil. He's just He's a little just, bit... Self-absorbed. Okay. So Helen's going to hit us with the summary because she's the only person who ever knows what's happening. Well, yeah. So And actually, we've got some new summaries. So we were reading out rubbish summaries from online, but Em found some actually good summaries from somewhere. Um, so this actually does um, describe what actually happens in the episode to some extent. Um, so we're talking about episode eight of series one, which is the March of Time. Uh, Lovejoy thinks he's struck it rich when he finds some love letters from a soldier who was at the Battle of Waterloo hidden in an old clock. When the clock case is stolen and Gimbert informs him that the originals are on display in the regiment's museum, oh, yeah. Lovejoy investigates to find out what is going on. 
So, like, that that's a really good summary. It's actually a fairly good summary. And also, off he goes investigating stuff. When that the, isn't his actual the, job. The writer, writer was Murray Smith and the director was uh, Ken Hannum. Oh! In case we were going to maybe talk about that later in terms of consistency. Mm. So what did we think of the episode? Well, there was no peril, was there? No, it was a very like light episode. It, it was, was, which yeah. we kind of needed at this point because yeah. he's been shot at and almost it's shot chased, at. Chased, and chased There's been and evil vicars. It, it, all in the space of a few weeks, we realised, didn't we? And yeah, the evil vicars last week. And, and I was... think there was more space in this episode for the characters to like... Develop. And, yeah. and to relax. We haven't actually really seen the characters relax. And actually this week, because there was no peril and there, there were times when, you know, there wasn't enormous amounts of money at stake there wasn't um any danger mm, mm. there wasn't really i mean it wasn't even really a love interest i mean he was obviously oh come no, on no, she's just she's saying he was doing something because he fell for her but it wasn't that he was gonna he knew he wasn't i don't i think he knew he wasn't gonna get anything at the end of it so it was just it was just a really yeah. nice really nice episode wasn't it it was it was rather lovely um, but there was there was a love interest. <laughs> Should we talk Should about? Should we talk about? It? No, it wasn't well, ever going to get anywhere with it though, was it? No. So let's talk about. Let's forget about love interest. Let's talk about the opening scene where we saw some very good hats. We did see some very good hats. Uh, lovely callbacks, bit of callbacks. There were. Sort of, <laughs> Ah, yeah, yeah, brilliant. So it op- it opens well. It opens with the police chasing. We've got a lot of episodes that open with the police. Mm. Uh, this one opens with the police chasing him. He's driving a sort of a, a sort of van type. Sort yeah, of open, a truck. Like, like a, a flatbed truck. Yeah, yeah. And camion. And camion. With uh, Eric sitting next to him and they're rocking out to Layla by yeah, Eric Clapton. It was, oh, it was great. great. And yeah. he's wearing his Hard Rock Cafe baseball cap, which he obviously bought when he went there. And he with... went with Vicky. Vicky slash Kate. What was her name? Kate. She was called Kate then, wasn't she? She's not called Vicky yet. His daughter. His daughter. Whatever her name is. Did I tell you? One of of our (laughs) listeners on Twitter had a theory about why she was called Kate in the first series. And that's because Ian McShane's real daughter was called Kate. And I think that they named named her after... Ian McShane's daughter. That's so cute. And then they just and then, they and, then, and then he was like, I don't like her. <laughs> or, or she was a teenager and didn't like it. Didn't Good like being named. That, that, was the, that was not my theory. That was the theory of, of one of our followers on Twitter. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying the fact that the, the internet is starting to tell yeah, us things. Brilliant. <laughs> anyway, I digress. So they're in, the, yeah, they're in the van. Eric's... Eric in inverted commas, has not loaded it correctly. wasn't frickin' Eric that did it, though, was it? Well, no. Poor little innocent Eric sat there with his little red hat on. I know. Like, Lovejoy is always getting him to take the fall, isn't he? Yeah. Poor Lovejoy. But then and, apparently, because that's how he will learn. And, and, and apparently Eric is paying Lovejoy for the privilege. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, he is. Of being being well, Eric's guy. not, but his dad is. Well, his dad and that's is, brought yeah. up, isn't it? Because um, in this episode, because uh, it's actually mentioned by Ricky Price, who we'll meet later, that it's a joke in the industry, because... Lovejoy is paying. No, no Lovejoy's assistant is paying, paying Lovejoy him. rather than the other way yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. We said, oh, even in the early 80s, this unpaid internship business. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Were... It was a problem long before we started talking about it. Yeah. Um, there was some brilliant music in this episode, actually, talking of talking of Layla by yes. Eric Clapton. Uh, he had, what was he listening to? He was just on, knocking it, on Heaven's Door later yes, on. Yes, but the Eric Clapton version. So he clearly has the Eric Clapton cassettes. He does, yeah. yeah. Which is great. Product, product placement. I wonder if he had a PRS licence to play Eric Clapton on Yeah, the, uh... pa- Patreon subscribers, please chip in. We, we want to get that PRS licence because we, we want to share you. Ian share Shane's you? greatest hits. 
Yeah, it's amazing. And some You're of missing them... out not hearing it. D- hang on a sec. I know we're going off track here. This isn't this isn't the the romp through the episode that we would normally do, but I just want to be clear on this. Does Ian McShane cover any Eric Clapton tracks? Does not he? that I'm aware of. Not on that album. Oh, I'd like him to and do And that's his only one. no, that's his only album. I could see him doing What's that. What's it called again? From both from sides both sides now, now which is by right. Joni Mitchell. Oh, Ian McShane. Ian McShane sings Joni Mitchell. That's what you're missing in your lives. Ian sings Joni. He needs to do another one. It's been years. Anyway. Oh, I did it again. I was talking earlier on about slapping my thigh. I did it again. Got to stop doing that. Every time we talk about songs, I want to sing them, but it's... Yeah, you just have to cut them out. We need the licence, We need the licence. We need to sing songs. Anyway, let's get back to the episode. So So that was the opening. What happened next? Yeah, so the police stop the van. Eric takes the blame for loading the van badly. And the police let him off. But the one's like, oh, my mate wanted to do you. Mm. Watch how you go. It's like, we're watching you. Lovejoy was a real charmer in this episode. What yeah, was he, it he said? Oh, he, said yeah. he said to that, oh, well, you know, you obviously have better judgment, he says to yeah. him. Yeah, mm. and he kept doing this thing with his eyes. A bit like the cat in Shrek. Yeah, like just... De- in boots. <laughs> I've, just, in boots. I've just realised this isn't translating to a podcast because I'm trying to do it. Do the eyes. We'll take a picture but of her doing the eyes. No. Let's <laughs> just say it's a, like it's a smouldering look. He was very, very smouldering. I think I did realise... I know I've said this every episode, actually, so maybe I should just admit it to myself that I'm quite attracted to him, well. shame. But, yeah, so... So, um, so lovely. So they're in this van, and we find out that they've, they've got this van load of stuff because there's been a, a, a sale of the estate of... Miss Wesley, who's died, so he's got all Miss Wesley's stuff in his van, mm. and he's taken it to Ricky Price, yeah, to flog it, and he does flog it, and he persuades Ricky because he won't pay him as much money as he wants to chuck in a couple of clocks. And again, do you think he's got this sort of sixth sense? This yeah, is the definitely. At work? He knows because he sort of he says, knows. "Oh, we'll chuck in, chuck in those clocks." And there's a bit of an argument, and then he goes, and then um, Ricky says, "Well, they're not really worth anything, so fine, whatever, have them." So yeah. he gets these clocks, and that's basically the start of the story for the episode. Mm. But he actually does the eyes on Ricky Price. That's how he gets the clocks. He goes, does the eyes? Like, she's not, doing but it. As I well. would fall for them every time wouldn't you <sighs> yeah you would I don't I feel like I'm too old and jaded now no, when people would. do the eyes at me now I go why do you have bloody eyes at me <laughs> talking to her future selves so what were we where were we up yeah to? so he's gone to Ricky Price he's yep. got the clocks yeah and then he seems to know that the the, the letters so he finds some letters is is the key yeah he's trying to put a different working in the back of the clock isn't he because yeah, it doesn't work mm. he gives Jane a clock is that That's the same right. lot or not? Yeah, so he gets the two clocks. One he gives to Jane. So basically we find out that when he's with Ricky Price that the clock, the clock he gives to Jane is worth quite a bit of money. Like They say a few figures, but I think mm, about £300. Mm. Pounds, mm. And he tries to give it to Jane as a gift. And she's like, oh no, let me give you some money. And he's like, oh, okay, 190 quid. And basically... What I couldn't work out is whether he knew somehow that the letters or something was inside or whether it really was genuine luck because he seems to really, really want the clocks. I think he really, just really had a feeling. The yeah, he often just has a feeling. Yeah. I don't know why I said feeling. It's such and a he weird found, word. He found these letters. And I have to say, you know, we were talking a bit um, in the last few episodes about the slightly more sensitive side of Lovejoy. I think this did show the sensitive side of Lovejoy. Yeah. Because he didn't just go... So he finds some love letters from Lady Fairfax to... Two, two Lady... Sorry, two, two, Miss La- Fairfax. two Miss Fairfax from... So, oh, Richard Parker. Parker. Yeah. I remember that. I thought, isn't Richard Parker a character in something? 
Yeah, it's something, isn't it? Are you thinking of Peter Parker? No, I'm well, not. maybe, because that's Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. I thought Peter that... Parker is Spider-Man. I'm sure Richard Parker is a, is a name for a penis in something. I'm going to look it up. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I don't even need to, to find the Oh no, I know who Richard Parker was. Sorry, Richard Parker was the name of the tiger in Life of Pi. Of course. Yes. Please cut out the bit about the penis. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late. I would like to do a Freudian analysis no. of the fact that you I was... mis- mistook a tiger for a penis. No, I was John Thomas, of... I think. No, I, know what you're thinking. Was... no, I wasn't. I was John Thomas thinking, good I was thinking of. Oh, thanks, Helen. I was thinking of in. Um, there's a Judy Bloom book, Forever, where he calls his penis Ralph. But do you know the only thing I remember out of it is the bit where <laughs> the guy that she likes, I guess the guy whose penis is called Ralph, can't remember properly, um, he, he's with somebody else or he's going with somebody else or whatever and they walk off and she says, and she had really hairy calves <laughs> or she can like see the hair on her legs and it really, like, I was like, what? I don't, why is that, why is that a bad thing? It really upset me. And ever since then, I've never shaved my legs. No, that's not true. I shave my legs all the time. <laughs> but I think of forever every time I do it and feel like a traitor to the system. Oh, well, now I will mm. as well. Yeah. Um, anyway. But, so, when he gives Jane the clock, he tells her a lovely story, doesn't he? Yeah, he about explains about... watch tax. I can't even remember, like, who... Who instigated oh, watch tax? Do you know what we know? What is lovely? There's just so many really tender moments between him and Jane in this episode. It was such a joy to watch, wasn't mm. it? It was just so sweet and like actually they fairly even, innocent. Like they weren't being flirty with each other. They were just being really good mates. Which and kind like, of like they were teasing each other, but not in a. Which also followed on beautifully from the last episode. Again, we've commented how it's different writers that have written each episode, but at the end of the last one, you know where he'd stolen the painting, mm, he borrowed mm. borrowed the painting, and she knew, and she says at the end, if you'd wanted to, you should just have asked me. There was the sort of understanding created between the two of them at the end of the last episode, and it just carried on seamlessly into this episode, and it was different writers. I thought it was gorgeous. Yeah. Mm. And um, so when he finds the letters and he's telling Jane about them, and he says, oh, it's these two people that are in love... Um, and she's well. She says these two people were in love, and he says just like us. And oh, yes. she chooses him and says, "Oh, <laughs> she's like one careful. day you'll say it to someone, and you'll meet. Uh, 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 you'll they'll think, think you, you mean, mean it. it." Yeah, yeah. yeah she says one day you'll say it to somebody, and they'll think you mean it. That was quite. That, sad. That's, I think that's quite sad. It is quite it? sad because actually, I think he did mean it. He did yeah. mean it. Of course, he meant it. They are in love, and it goes on right until the end and in the in the very 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 last episode of season six oh. the very last episode of season six where he's going to marry charlotte cavendish and she turns up at his wedding and we, oh, we no! won't say oh, anything God, spoiler. else spoilers. i'm not going to say anything else for about two years this episode anyway so he finds these love letters and the love letters there's sort of two sides to it. On the one hand, I think he thinks they're likely to be very, very valuable, but they're mm. also incredibly tender. And you get mm. the feeling there is a tender side to Lovejoy. He does care about he reads human, it out loud. Feeling human emotion. And, and yeah. he kind of is like reading out these deep and meaningfuls, looking at the camera, looking at us. Maybe that's why I was slightly falling for him. And he turns off the Eric Clapton to read them out. Yeah, he's like, no, I can't be listening to... Whenever knocking on, heaven's, knocking door. on heaven's door, the reggae version. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So the letters, and it's from so the, Richard Parker, who yeah was at the Battle of Waterloo. So that's why that's that, right. That's yeah. partly, I think, why they might be worth money because obviously it's kind of a His, very historic la, you know, landmark. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they've decided that if they were syndicated in the Times or in the Observer or whatever, 
then people like yeah, the people publishers were really interested in them so. and, and indeed have been on you know when things like that have surfaced before and since um so then he i think does he discover who they belong to he goes he goes back to the fair oh no because they weren't fairfaxes were they they were i want to say wembley's that's not right wesley's well, they wesley's were, <laughs> but they are fairfaxes so basically I think, but I think that's that's further on. So before that happened, before he tries to find out, actually, and that's what he does. He breaks all the data protection laws in existence, yeah. doesn't he? He goes all that he says to Eric. I'm going to investigate this. Why, Lovejoy? Why? Well, you, because that's not your job. Because you're an investigator. Because someone comes and nips Somebody the comes clock and from steals. Oh, the I, clock. I did forget that about that. First. To be fair, to be fair. So he yeah. he's got the clock. He finds the letters. He's taken the letters out. They're lovely, and then he. Keeps goes the letters, which is yeah. just as well. Pops them in his breast pocket. In fact, he goes to the pub to send to Tinker. We find out that Tinker is apparently an expert in letters. I, I think Tinker's an expert in everything. Uh, yeah, I think he is as well. Including, you are when you're drunk. whiskey. When yeah. you're drunk, you become <laughs> an expert. expert I'm an expert in everything when I'm drunk. <laughs> so I think that's why... He, and then so that he comes back and the cottage is broken into, as is commented, again. He's always being turned over. Mm. Um, and so he finds out the clock's stolen, but obviously not the letters... So that's, then it becomes like a mystery. Why does someone else want the clock? And he kind of explains to Eric, well, either they wanted the letters yeah. or they have the mechanism because the clock was missing. And the, this was the moment when, when I was like, oh, okay, that's why Eric's not in the book. Because you don't need Eric in the book. Oh, yeah. in, in the well, book, he was in the series. Yeah, in the book, you, you know, Lovejoy would just kind of talk about how he was feeling mm. and what he was thinking and what his next thing was going to be because it's first person. But in a TV series, you need that other character. A character to explain stuff to yeah. him, don't you? Yeah. So he has a sort of uh, a useful role in terms of the storytelling. And he's also super cute. And he is lovely. Yeah, I mean, Anne's really happy that that decision was <laughs> made. And he was, was talking made. about Iron Maiden in this episode. Yeah, and Judas Priest. And Judas, and Judas Priest, yeah. yeah. I love him. <laughs> Pro- proper proper Eric in this um, episode. So then he, we had a big chat about how Lovejoy then becomes detective again. Doesn't yeah, he? and um, he goes to the lawyers who sold the stuff. Is yeah, that right? basically the ones who are acting for the estate of Miss Wesley, who's died. He does a bit of digging. Mm. Yeah, and then they, the, the solicitor or whatever he is, just tells him who the people are because he says because well, basically Lovejoy bought all the stuff from the sale, so he. he he knows who bought it, but he, so he asks, was anyone else interested in it? Mm. He? And they just tell him, yeah, actually, SK Fairfax. Wait, 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 no. He does the eyes. He does, oh, the, he eyes. does the eyes again. The eyes it's all again. about the eyes. It's true. We would be so rich if we could do the eyes. I can do the freaking eyes. You basically get eyes. whatever you want if you do the eyes. I can't do the eyes. <laughs> anyway. Listeners, can you do the eyes? <laughs> Post pictures. Send us your pictures. <laughs> and Twitter. Of you doing the eyes. Oh, I should say, actually, but again, before they go to... Cause what, what, so, the clock is stolen from Lovejoy, but also we find out that poor old Ricky Price has been done over. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, wait, we, we all assumed he was dead and because he was being wheeled out on, like, no, a gurney. But then they haven't covered him, haven't up, covered him so up. Yeah, so we're like, oh, hang on, he's all right. Yeah, he's attacked and the police are there and trying to say that Lovejoy done it, but Lovejoy ain't done it. Well, of course not, because Ricky Price would have said. It didn't carry it at all. He said that the police said, oh, well, the description matched your description. But given that Ricky Price knew him, he would have gone, Lovejoy done it. 
Definitely. We found out who it was later on because yeah. it matched his description as well. Perfectly. Oh, God, we haven't even talked about him, have we? No, well, oh, we haven't got to him We'll get there. We'll get to him now. Oh, yes. Mm. So, so yeah. Oh, another thing we learn about Eric, though, because they're talking about this, obviously it's a dangerous guy going around beating mm. people up. But we find out it's okay because Eric is doing a martial arts course at Ipswich Poly. Oh, I mean, that's going to stand him in good stead when we get yeah. some more fake fighting in the future episodes. <laughs> yeah. Chucking people over cars and... You know, so that. so yes, they find out this SK Fairfax, and I don't know how. I guess he then just figures out, ah, oh, Fairfax. That's the same name as the letters. Mm. So it's the same. There must family. be a link. And yeah. it must be as he goes to the house, which is on the letters, and becomes Wonder detective. House. Lo and behold, because there are now uh, there's a format to these episodes. Yeah. He turns <laughs> up, and there's a a rather beautiful, slightly Lady Di esque posh lady. In the house, we became somewhat younger than him. We became slightly panicked at how old she was, but then once we looked she's at her, probably about 20, she was about 20. 20. Oh, I was going to say 20. Between 20 and 25, she yeah. was young, early 20s. I was she was in her 20s. And yeah. she was very pretty. She in, was very she's pretty. She was very pretty in, in a very that British way. In that very innocent, kind of smooth skinned sort of a way. Wasn't she had like she? massive blue eyes. Yeah, big I'm doing the eyes. She could do the eyes as well, you see. They were made for each other. Sophie Fairfax, she had skin to die for. I was very jealous. Well, I think Lovejoy did die for it. He well, was just he, he did. went, he was, didn't he? Yeah. Gone. He was keen. Let's just say he was keen. <laughs> yeah, so there were several things that hinted at the fact that uh, Lovejoy was keen on Sophie Fairfax. Um, but anyway, yeah, so, and she's quite open with him. So he goes there to say, look, I know you're interested in that stuff that Miss Wesley was selling. She was like, yeah, you know, actually, we're family. I, we're half Wesley and we wanted this stuff because it's like family stuff. Mm, mm. And then he starts to ask her more. She's like, oh, you want to know about the clock, right? You know about the letters. Like, she just lays yes. it all yeah. out there. So, so she, actually, it's not his detective. Work. I assumed not, she was going to be a baddie and she wasn't. Yeah. No, she wasn't in the end. I she thought oh, there's going to be good, some hidden actually, agenda. She was she? just lovely and innocent and genuinely innocent and sweet, wasn't she? Mm. Yeah. So that was very. Is that where we met the bad guy? Well, we found out Not about yet. the brother. He then goes to Cambridge, doesn't he, yeah. to go and to go meet the brother, mm. who's doing quite a lot of hard sniffing. Oh yeah, yeah. there was the the best. Somebody obviously said, right, you need to play this like you're on coke, and his way of doing it was just to go <laughs> every every couple of words, jittery, and in a yeah, in and a I, in very my, cliche in my, way. In my innocence, turned to Polly and Helen and said, "Has he got? Has he got hay on, No, does he? Do you think he's on cocaine?" And then they teased me mercilessly. Well, I thought you thought on he might cocaine. have hay fever or something. You know? <laughs> well, oh, he's got a cold. It's, he doesn't seem very well. Yeah, allergic to something. Allergic to antiques. <laughs> or, as, or as Lovejoy says, you didn't get that sniffle feeding the ducks. Oh, yeah. he did say that. He did, didn't he? Oh, She's that famous saying. <laughs> um, but, so, but the reason he goes to see Michael Fairfax, Sophie's brother, is because Sophie reveals to Lovejoy. So basically, like, the detective work is not very difficult at this point. Sophie no. just spills the whole story. So it's family. She's family with the Wesleys. She knows about the letters. She's always known about the letters that are in the clock. Mm. It's a family kind of thing that they all know about. And also the family has the other letters. So they don't just have the letters that the Emerson wrote to... Uh, Miss Fairfax, they got the, the letter she wrote she to wrote him back. that he apparently that was sent back from the battlefield or whatever. So, so yeah, they 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 know that they've got potentially both sets, and this is a love story. Really starts to think if we've got both sides, we got the this could be really yeah. valuable. Yeah. Um, both economically, but all, I mean, also sentimentally, I guess. So it's yeah, really he's a big softie. He's got it all. He's got it all. He is a big softie. He does say about the other set of letters. Oh, I would be happy just to read them. Oh, oh I, I completely missed that bit. And because probably I was distracted by the fact he still can't button his bloody shirt up. What's yeah. wrong with him? Button it up. Eric doesn't have a problem buttoning his shirt up. Well, 
There we, there we have it. Anyway. He bought up correctly. Uh, uh, yes, in, <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> With his Judas priest. Um, so, so... Uh, now, I've never heard you say Judas priest. It Judas really made priest. me laugh. Judas priest. <laughs> He, um, uh, now, why does he alert the cops? He alerts the. He immediately he knows, doesn't he? He Is figures out that Charlie it's him who comes... has talked to him. No, because he, he figures out quite early on. Oh yes, he does, doesn't he? Because he he says, "I'm going to go away and get the letters," doesn't mm. he? He says to well, Sophie. No, your man. Michael. But he says to Michael, "I'm going to go away and get the letters and bring them back." And then he somehow works out that it must be Michael that's stolen the clock. Or does Michael steal the clock after? I've got my chronology all wrong. Ha <laughs> <laughs> uh, ha. No, he already knows that the clock's been stolen yeah. at this point. because um, I thought he did, yeah. yeah. Sorry. I've and had a lot of out, wine. Yeah, he figures out, but I'm not quite sure how he figures figures out that it was Michael. Um, um, but he alerts the well, police. I think, I think he probably what he realises is... Head. He probably needs the he money. He needs money, yeah, yeah. He realises that if Michael's got one half of the letters... But not the other half. What we never found out was why did Michael and Sophie not go to the auction? Because Sophie says, "Oh, I had a family issue. I couldn't go." Well, he was probably a family issue. Oh God, do you think he did too much? He's probably coked off his tits on. <laughs> I feel like I said that in a much more polite manner. You, you did. Sorry. <laughs> but um, but actually, before Lovejoy goes to see Michael the first time, um, that's how he finds a gimbert. Good old Gimbert comes on to see him. Charlie doesn't, doesn't oh, Gimbert was in. so conniving in this episode. It was I, I beautiful. Think, as, as, as it rolls Tommy. along, I think I'm starting to like Charlie no, more than anybody else. No, he's not. He's all, and he had that awful woman with the awful perm hanging on his arm, oh, he didn't did. he, early on? It was another one of his someone nieces. Someone the power someone dressing. Yeah, they said he could charge on expenses. <laughs> yeah, she was deductible. Yeah, deductible, that was it. But yeah, so Gimbert comes over and is like, somehow Gimbert knows all about the letters. Gimbert knows everything. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, but Lovejoy, you know, those, le- those letters from the Ensign that the Fairfaxes have got, they're not the real ones. The real ones are in the Regiment Museum of the Royal Sussex Yeomanry, who are the, like, the kind of descendants of the 8th Dragoons, which is mm. the regiment that which the... apparently all got wiped out at Waterloo, mm. Tinker says. They all got wiped out. And so. it gave... A, it, not gave us... It gave Lovejoy a brilliant excuse... Just dress up again? Oh, I enjoyed it so much. Now, I reckon this is foreshadowing the next episode. It's definitely foreshadowing uh, the book that yeah. was used in the next episode. True. Is that Lovejoy then basically disguises himself as a captain, a military captain, <laughs> and does it so well. He turns up to look, he's obviously phoned ahead, claims he's working for. He says he's a curator, isn't he? He says, the Imperial War Museum. He says no, he's a that's... curator at the Imperial War Museum. And Captain he, Lovejoy. Captain Lovejoy, <laughs> gets saluted at, which I rather like. And um, he says he's ha- had to come and check the letters just to make sure that they are original because mm. they've had various fakes sort of uh, sent to them. In, in, and they're basically, ch- he implies they're checking things around the country, doesn't he, to make yeah. sure that they are legit, basically. And with not no checking anything at all, the guy's like, yeah, great, in you come. Yeah, because he's got a tie on. Yeah. Although, this is where we need you, listeners. Yeah, we need, we need you to tell what, us what, what's that tie? What is the significance? of the type it was a proper old boy it looked like yeah it was definitely old boy's it time, looked like it? A, a university or a military tie mm. I think do the military have ties they that they do. wear they, they must do. no they definitely do they definitely do because I've got family in the military also, but I didn't recognise it why did the chap say to him CJ Lovejoy is that like Captain something or I think it was just his, his initials. initials well brings me on to my point what's Lovejoy's first name 
Is he like Endeavour Morse? Yeah. I just just realised I ruined Morse I, for everybody. I always one fell swoop. I, I, his his first like name's Endeavour. Years. I always thought Morse's real name was Mickey. <laughs> and that's what they were spelling out in Morse code. Mickey Morse. Mickey Morse. Anyway. But no, I'm I'm genuinely asking you, Polly, as a super fan. Does he? No I am. Knows. I know. Nobody knows. Really, nobody knows at all. It's not in the book, and it's not. It's a secret. It's a secret. She's she's doing a face like she. She's does doing know. a face like she does know. It's I think no. I think she's doing a face like she's given him. A no, name. it's a secret. And you know where you think you will find out. You think you're going to find out when he says his wedding vows to Charlotte in the final episode. Oh yeah, because you do actually genuinely have to say you have your name to say at that point, name. don't you? Oh no, I don't. There's something dramatic. If happened. you haven't seen this, you're going to have to wait. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, I'm God, really excited. I don't want to spoil it for myself, so I'm going to wait. Anyway. Oh. But yeah, so he gets into But we don't find out, so... You don't find out. Yeah. Because the reason he goes to the museum, so it's all about, um, you know, uh, trying to please Sophie Fairfax, who he well fancies. I mean, she's... Because she is pretty but I think hot. It's, she, I think it's a mix cute. of emotions. I don't. I think it's superficial to say that Lovejoy just does things because he wants to get into somebody's knickers, even though he probably does want to get into somebody's yeah, knickers. You would say that. But, him. No, but <laughs> I think, and actually this is the thing that does come across in the books, he does good things, even in the books where he is, to quote your friend, a big bastard. Um, <laughs> he does things again. He does, he does things in the books um, just for the just for the sort of morals of it because the antique itself is king and it matters, it matters mm, to him mm, and it matters mm. that things are in their rightful place mm. and that things are with their rightful ends. It's why he, you know, he keeps wanting to get one over on Charlie Gimbert even though I think he kind of admires Charlie Gimbert because Charlie Gimbert is new money and Charlie Gimbert does not deserve all of those antiques yeah. that he gets purely because he's rich. It, it, it's about deserving and I think he feels that Sophie deserves to have these letters. I mean, they are. She I mean, does to be fair, them. they are her letters. Well, A, they're hers, but also he sees her as a reliable, you know, the rightful. It's about things being in their proper place. It's coming back to that obsession that he has, don't mm. you think? Yeah, because Sophie says to him, oh, but how do we know that? Because he says to her, look, I found out, you know, bad news. The letters are actually in the museum. She's like, oh, but what if mine are the real ones and the fakes in the museum? And he has so he, an idea. So he's like, oh, I'll go and check for you. And then that, yeah, so he goes, pretends to be Captain Lovejoy, checks. And, um... And then also, so take basically predictably swaps Somewhat the letters over. at this point. <gasps> you know, Love so joy. basically he he finds out that the ones in the museum are the real ones, but not for long. And he figures it out by that divvy thing, doesn't he? He's holding them and just going like, mm. yeah. I mean, he does get his magnifying glass out. So you think has he seen something that indicates? But mm. yeah, who knows? I think that again, it is more of a sort of a sixth sense. He just knows. But then there's a cool bit where they go to like. Well, he doesn't go, but the letters are like checked in a lab, and there's all equipment, and it's cool. It does. It's like, it says, it's like a two-second scene. I was like, this is the best bit. It Scientist says, putting a letter through a spec. From, that's not no, how they do letters, yeah. is it? But Whatever. I love how it says like we see a sign that says paper and manuscript department or something. We've got <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, what like. Oh, I have no idea. Like, are they in a forensic lab? It looks like they're in some sort of university, doesn't it? Or or perhaps a museum. Perhaps a big museum. Mm. And uh, they have this sort of tokenistic forensic thing going on. Surely you must have to pay through the nose to use. Unless it was a lady. It was a lady. It was a young lady. Do you think he did the arms? Well, I I suspect they've known each other at some point. I see to use your equipment for a minute, love. (laughs) (laughs) Eyes. (laughs) Can I, I use your equipment? Love eyes. For a but I oh, 
we missed out on a bit, sorry, before he goes to the museum, we sort of mentioned it, but he goes back to see Michael Fairfax, the brother, and, you know, he's figured out, oh, it's probably you what done it, and the police go with him in yeah, order to arrest... He's obviously got quite a good relationship with Mr. Policeman. Oh, they really trust they him, which, trust him. That's which, lucky. which is um, a bit... I mean, it's fine, because they're right to trust him, because he is right, Michael Fairfax did do the robbery, but, like, why do the police believe did the, him? did the eyes... Why the, the police were just like... But yeah, like we don't know how he persuades the police. I mean, Because he hasn't got any evidence that Michael Fairfax did it. He's just got the thing of like, well... He does have evidence as soon as they pick him up. Yeah. Because he's got the clock in the back. he's got the clock, yeah. but the point is we... There's well, a, there's... I wonder if maybe Lovejoy's had... We've seen him with the police before, so maybe he does actually have a relationship with them that, uh, yeah. that they're trying to in, insinuate... Like, There's some tokenistic rubbish fighting again, which I am very, uh, very pleased about. Yeah. Isn't there? There's there some is. really, really poor... Where he throws him on the bonnet of a car and he turns around and he pushes yeah. him against a wall yeah. and then the other guy comes mm. up behind him. It's great. They obviously spent a lot of time practising that. Didn't they have, like, a, they workshopped Like choreography. It. At the beginning of the oh, series, God, they all workshopped it. Yeah. It's oh, great. I hope so. In their, like, leg warmers. Yeah. Oh, oh Ian McShane in leg warmers. <laughs> My mum had some leg warmers. In the I office. feel like now I've discovered he's five foot nine, I've... He is really short. I said I've met him, and he's about he's well, he's a bit taller. He's bit, I'm short. So. He's a bit taller than me, only a little bit. And he was wearing a baseball cap when I met him, and I don't think it was a hard rock cap, like a baseball, <laughs> baseball cap. But he was wearing a baseball cap. <laughs> oh, if only it had been. I'd been so happy. Yeah, I, I, well, I wouldn't. I don't know because maybe I didn't it look. was. It might have been. Might have been. That might be his favourite hat. Yeah, his favourite hat. It that was. A, I know it was a red it. hat. I remember it was a red baseball. Well, cap. Well, Eric was wearing a red, hat, red baseball so. cap. Anyway, and that's so. kind of the. In terms of, it's interesting because that's kind of the. So he goes back to Sophie Fairfax and is like, "Oh, it turns out your letters are the real ones. The ones Who I just knew? from the museum." Yeah. But then, and then, some lovely stuff happens. Which but then that's kind of the end of like the actual kind of mystery a story really and then the rest oh. of it is just like a bit of a coda which wait, I quite like wait one second is it when he's talking to Sophie about hey guess what you do have the real letters which is a lie is that when we uh, come up against our misogyny of the don't make me do it misogyny <laughs> of the week Thanks yeah she says she says something along the lines of how can I ever repay you and there's a lovely line which we argued about whether it was it's not really misogynistic it was he's, she said how can I repay you and he says come to dinner with me then Venice then have my child oh. and then she basically goes yeah <laughs> but I'm engaged me. Yeah, yeah, we find out that and she's got a man. We would all of us totally fall for that. I would, yeah. Oh, Helen, Helen, <laughs> Helen, less so. Maybe not the have my child bit. That's Maybe a bit, not. A bit excessive. It's a bit, bit far. No, I just feel that's romantic and deep. But he'd done the same thing to Jane when he's... Well, not... Actually, he hadn't. He'd tried to do the same thing to Jane in that bit that we mentioned earlier mm. when she said, hey, listen, one day you'll say that to somebody yeah. and they'll take it seriously and that will be your yeah. absolute downfall. But I think he did and mean it to Sophie Fairfax. No, I he didn't. He meant anyway, it to Jane. He might Jane. have went as far as going to Venice, He meant it to not. Jane. He, he meant it to Jane. But yeah. um, it, again, we said it was lovely foreshadowing because, of course, anyone, oh, probably everybody listening to this podcast knows what the next two episodes have in store. I'm super excited. And the next two episodes are fabulous. Hey, we're hey, going listen. to Venice. We're going to Venice. Yeah, yeah. listen, gang, if you if you join us on Patreon, we are we a are thousand going percent going to Venice. We're totally going to Venice. It's so cool. And we can drink lots of rabosso. Eat lots of pizza. Proper yeah. pizza. But yeah, so he takes her the letters, the real letters, which he switched but he, she thinks he's just verified that they're real. And he convinces her not to sell them by saying, oh, but 
you know, if they are real, it means that your ancestors sold the fake ones to the museum. So we don't. That's going to make you look bad. Mm. Which, to be fair, it would because the museum would assume that probably. Yeah. Obviously, the real reason is that doesn't want to sell them is because he he doesn't want to get caught for nicking them. Yeah. But he's come up with a plan to make her be okay despite the fact her freaking brothers put all the money straight up his nose. He organises an and wait auction auction for her. Um, to get rid of just some of the shit that she doesn't need. Yeah, really chairs, yeah, individual in chairs, and and a, 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 a like I mean, a dresser, wasn't it, or something like that. And of all the episodes that we've seen, I didn't say this while we were watching it. It that was the bit that made me feel the most awkward and uncomfortable, where he's done this thing for her and nobody was bidding on any of the things, and I was like, oh god, this is dreadful. I can't bear this. this Absolutely awful. It's like when you watch Bargain Hunt and someone's made a terrible error in what they've bought. Oh, I didn't like it at all. But then but then Lovejoy saves the day by getting the bidding going on an item, which I think... I'm guessing that Sophie puts it in at the last minute as, like, a little nod to Lovejoy because it's not on the... Yeah, it's catalog. not on the catalogue. Yeah. And it's a pen and ink drawing of, of Miss Fairfax done by Richard Parker. Not, not the tiger from... Uh... No. From Life of Pi. As far as we're... Richard Parker, an artist. <laughs> well, well, no, well, Richard Parker the, 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 the letters, yeah, isn't it? But who's presumably also an artist. Well, I mean, it wasn't a very good picture. Did you like the picture? I wouldn't have bought it. No, it goes pretty. with the letters because it's obviously by... It's by her, her bow, isn't yeah. it? But he's obviously quite... I mean, a fairly... And a the fairly minute, decent. It's, a, it's like a pencil drawing. So the minute it? Lovejoy starts bidding, the other antique dealer's like, oh, hey, if he's bidding, then we should... But then it starts getting a bit out of control and he won't stop bidding. And like then, he wouldn't stop. And then guess who turns up? And you know, you see her heels before you see... Oh, they were nice as well. Little beautiful heels. heels. And do you know what? All, no, they weren't. They were huge high heels because my comment... Oh, I don't think they were huge. Or not huge. They were like court heels. They were court heels because my comment was how does she drive in those? I yes. imagine she didn't wear them when she was driving. But I can't drive, so... I'm learning know. to drive. I've been learning to drive for a very, very long time. You can drive, Helen. I can. I can drive. I couldn't drive in those heels, no. No, yeah. But would you just pop them on the passenger seat? No, but she did get straight out. I think she was driving. Yeah, in, but she's she might super have cool parked and then popped them on and then... We did make some comments on uh, Lady Jane's driving, though, because, we, we, again, we commented <gasps> it was the 80s. Oh, yeah. Earlier on I in the episode, she and Lovejoy are having a nice little drink. And they're, they're, and they're not drinking scotch. what? They're drinking scotch. They're drinking scotch. And then she says... Oh, is in it, wine glasses. Then she says, oh, Alexander's coming back. I've got to go and pick him up from the airport. And she, and she pops, pops off to her car. She's not like... You would never have that now. Oh, no. I, but I, you I would, would have for that. Her. But you would have that in the 80s. It was the 80s when there was all those ad TV ads about drink driving, and you don't really get that anymore because it's just not... Done. Yeah, don't, and people, don't... people aren't bloody idiots. Well, it's the same thing with the solicitor, where oh, he's yeah. like, oh, just tell me. And the sister was like, oh, you've done the eyes, I'll just tell you everything then. Yeah. What? GDPR! Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just, when you think about the things that people got away with or were able to do, I can't believe any of us are still alive. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I know. Well, we commented before in earlier episodes that, you know, everybody is smoking, mm. um, everybody is... I mean, it's actually, it was fairly recently that everyone was smoking in pubs. And mm. yet now, you, I couldn't imagine pubs stinking of smoke. No. But they did well, until well, a few years ago. Yeah. You know, so... Um, 
How yeah. times change. How times have changed. But but recently, recently times have changed. But yeah, there was a, there's a lot of drinking and a lot of smoking as as the norm, and not just the norm, it's quite sophisticated because Gimbert comes in and comments on the wine, says it was a 1978 Chardonnay, doesn't it? 1978 Chardonnay. That was my favourite bit. Which was lovely. As if he knows about it. No, but he did because he drank a little bit of it and then he was very supercilious and said, "Mm, lay it down for another year or so, it might be all right. Which you you don't do with white wine anyway, do you? And also once you've opened it. He's so, he's so pretentious. It's just, it's it's that wonderful, I can say this because I know that Lovejoy's not going to know any better than me. Yeah, and, and I think one of the things that we mentioned when we were watching it was that I was like, oh, Gimbert's such a super villain, but as Helen pointed out, Gimbert actually told Lovejoy where the letters were. He did. He yeah. gave him the clue. And then right at the end, Lovejoy tried to give him... He tried to give him the pictures, didn't he? I want rent. to know. Tried to give him the money... Oh, no. Yeah, or the picture, something who, for the rent. Who won at the end? I owe you one. Who won at the end, though? Because Gimbert thinks he's won, and we were left on a bit of a cliffhanger because because Gimbert says in the end he goes along to the museum, and he has persuaded them. He he does the whole. Oh, I've got connections. I've got mm, connections. Mm. Goes along to the museum and said, "I persuaded them to give me the letters because I'm going to get something sell else." Me for the I've done them. Tell me the I've done a little deal. Um, he's yeah, not but, a divvy though, is he? So he can't but, tell. But will he get? Will he get away with it though? Because actually, if he's going to sell him to the Times and that for a book, actually, probably will. So yeah. actually, he's Gimbert the one that wins out of all of this, probably. Because they're contemporary copies, it's yeah. probably quite difficult yeah. to tell. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because the only person that can tell, arguably, in that scenario, is Lovejoy. Yeah. And Lovejoy's not going to dob him in. But Gimbert lets him off his rent, so he's not being like a massive supervillain. That's it. They've got this sort of, as we've said before, interesting, definite love-hate relationship. But then it all wraps up with Lady Jane doing a bit of a te- tease to Lovejoy, doesn't she? When she's pretending, well, she's not pretending. She's genuinely like scrutinising the um, drawing and oh, tries yes. to. Oh, that was so <laughs> lovely! Yeah. It was really cute. Yes, it like, really sets up their relationship for well, mainly for future series actually because they get more cozy, they get more comfortable in fu- even than they are now. So, so what she does is she looks at it and then she says, "Oh, I don't know very much about watermarks, but basil and bot paper," and he genuinely looks shocked. He does. Like, he wants to have a look. He thinks he's been and caught she's out. Like, I'm obviously I'm joking. teasing I'm obviously you, joking. but it's so cute the fact that he completely trusts that she wouldn't lie to him one thing he completely and that she's trusts being honest but the other thing is that he's fallible he doesn't just go nope nonsense he's not the self-confident swaggerer as you mm. called him in the past that mm. we all think he is in a way the little flick across his face of oh my god am i wrong I could, yeah i could be wrong he's not you know he's not arrogant actually lovejoy and again in the books i don't know in the books maybe he is but he's not in this at all. That was a really sweet moment, which I think was entirely the concoction of the writer of this episode, and I like it. Mm. That's why I like this episode. All those little bits and these little yeah, comments, even, and they were all the yeah. way through. It was, even though it wasn't scary, nothing dangerous happening, it wasn't It wasn't a romp, was it? No. But, but it was lovely. It was lovely, and I said there were all these little snippets that were perfectly crafted. It was a really beautifully written episode mm. from a character point of view. And we need that, because we, we've had, you know... The, um, sorry, the, the, Judas, the pair. Judas pair was trying to cram a book in, and the last one was the one with the, the vicars, wasn't it? And mm. the and uh, Hillary off May to December, and all that. <laughs> and and, and there's, there's quite a lot. Was that the one before that? There's quite a lot going on. The last few episodes have had a lot going on with. Yeah. Them. Oh yeah, that was the previous one. Then the last one was the one with the um, uh, the guy setting up the warehouse, wasn't it? Yeah. There's just been a, this one was 
Straightforward. And the scam, I knew what was happening. The, the guy Everything being scammed. Happening. The guy yeah. being scammed with the paintings. So there's a lot going on. And there's a lovely happy ending for everyone. Well, apart from Michael Fairfax. But that, again, but it's all about, it. he but got what he deserved because yeah. he was a criminal. Drug, drugs are bad, okay? Yeah. Because <laughs> um, Sophie Fairfax gets seven, £7,310 and she was so from the auction. This, this was the year of Just Say No. Oh, was it? Yeah, it's not just Samo. It's Michael Fairfax as well. Yeah. It's all tying in on the BBC. Isn't it just... So what What are we going to give it out of ten? thing is, I, I was, I'm probably going to give it either a five or a six because it isn't... No, because... Come on! No, I like it, but it's not really exciting. There's it's nothing, not the one you're going to remember, no, is it? No, you don't find out anything earth-shattering. It, it, it doesn't have any kind of big twist. There's not a moment of realisation of anything particular you know it, it, I liked it it was really sweet and I thought the writing was lovely it's go not for, particularly go, memorable go for a six I'll go for a six, go for a six. Um, I think I would give it a seven because I agree with what Polly's saying it wasn't earth shattering but I really enjoyed watching it it was lovely so yeah I'm going to give my points based on how much I enjoy watching them so in that basis there were definitely scenes in it where I just felt like I'd this is the, like this is generally how I felt. I felt like I just had a bath and my mum combed my hair and I had my dressing gown on and I'd already had my Sunday dinner but I was having a special treat by staying up late to watch something that I completely didn't understand because I wouldn't have had a freaking clue what cocaine was or why letters were important or what the difference is between a real one and a fake one or and I wouldn't have cared about watch tax or whatever the, it was very educational and informative though wasn't it no yeah. what was it Edu- entertainment entertaining and educational it's the Lord Reith um, yeah. promise wasn't educate, it inform and entertain. educate inform and entertain because we all learned well done BBC we all learned in the early 19th was it then was it no when? I think the watch tax he said late 17th century or something yeah because can you imagine <laughs> thinking that up Hey, you know what? I'm going to tax people for knowing the time. They used to tax dafter things and that. They used to tax windows. True. It was just like, how can I make some money? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I'll tax something. Absolutely. And then Thatcher, around this time, or a few years late, got the poll tax. I <laughs> do that. Didn't love joining in with the idea. Probably. <laughs> yeah, she was probably an avid so. fan. She's like, hmm, some sort of tax on time. I can't do that, but I can do. Yeah, she'd tax air if she could. Oh, the silly sausage. So what What was your antique of the week? Oh, but... Oh, Hang on, I'm giving my score. Oh, sorry, M. M, what was your score? I think I'll say seven as well. I'd, I would watch... Seven out of ten, would watch again. Hmm. In my dressing gown, wrapped up warm. Good. In the, in the late Good. 80s. In the late 80s. <laughs> as so, a child. Antique of the week. Oh, I didn't like... No, there actually, weren't many antiques in it, really. No, were, actually, I'll tell you what I liked. Jane's clock... Well, Jane's clock. The mm. clock that he gifted to Jane that would have originally hung in a pub because, like we were just saying with the tax, people couldn't... I was going to say wristwatches were taxed, but surely they didn't have wristwatches. So ways of telling the time were Pocket taxed. watches, oh, timepieces. Yeah. So they went to the pub to check the time. Which worked really well for the publicans because then you would also buy a drink. Because it's a bit like now, I'd, unless it's a Weatherspoons, I will not go in a pub to wee and not buy a drink, even if I'm only going in there to do a wee. I will always buy a drink because I think it's rude to the pub, especially if it's an independent pub. Well, I'm going to say the letters just because there's something about 
the written word as like a window onto people's soul. I know that sounds pretentious. Aww. No, it's lovely. I've got, to, I've got to tell you, because I think this is the most beautiful thing. A few years ago, my um, husband's grandfather died mm. and we went and got various sort of things. We sort of cleared his house and we found a diary that his wife had written about 30 years before in the year that she died and she'd been diagnosed with cancer oh god and it was this diary and it kind of got the writing got shakier and shakier and it got kind of more and more sad but she deliberately didn't change the tone so every wednesday it would say wash day and she would underline it and then she would write whatever had happened on a Wednesday. Oh, and oh, then she would say, you know, I went to this, I did that. And she said, well, you know, felt a bit funny in Asda, you know. And, and you, would, you were reading this diary of this lady's demise. And the very last post was just Wednesday, wash day, underlined and nothing else. And it was the oh. saddest thing. There's something about the written word. And, and the idea of these two people writing to each other. Oh. And then one of them is... It's it just... There's something about human beings putting down their feelings onto paper... Yeah, the, the, and, and that you don't you can... get in this age where everything is instant. Messaging is instant. Mm. People don't think about what they write in the way that they used to. So I'm going to pick that. Oh well, you you win because I'm gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> Mine would actually be related to the letters. Mine would be the drawing. Oh yeah, because yeah. I think yeah. it was a drawing moment, was lovely. Actually. And obviously the moment where they were very together tender. and they were probably very happy in that moment and had all these dreams for the and future. all the hopes which oh, obviously all right, didn't come too. to pass. Stop it. I've had a lot of wine. So yeah, mine would be the drawing. Or the clock you gave me earlier on, which we will put on uh, Instagram. <laughs> yes. Has somebody looked to see if there's some like letters if you take the front off? <laughs> Can you imagine if you took it apart and you're like, Ian McShane has made this for his second wife. And then because they're not together anymore, they've... I'm going to stop now. Yeah. Anyway... <laughs> So follow us on all our social meds. It's all at Lovejoy A Pod, um, and please, please come along and join in with our Patreon community. We'd love to have yeah. you there. We, we'd love to talk to you on there and give you all our sneak peeks. Yep. Um, although that's pretty much just us drinking some wine. Still, come along, drink, drink your own wine. Would yeah. you like to go? Drink along, drink along um, with us. Well, we'll do some Q and As or some. Uh, do you guys know what an AMA is? Yes. No. It's an ask me anything. Oh dear, that's. I don't know if I want people to ask me anything. No, I'm not sure. Oh, wait, also, they're going to ask us anything about Lovejoy, and we'll be like, oh. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so maybe not an AMA, but definitely Q and A. We ask them. We could ask them. We, we should. <laughs> <laughs> you probably know more than we do. They know a lot about Lovejoy. Trust they, me, they, they've been yeah. they've been talking to us who, on Twitter. Who knew there was a Lovejoy fandom? I didn't. I, I think it's amazing. Oh, I suspected. I'm delighted. Now I found my people. Oh, <laughs> beautiful. That's adorable. Right. Anyway, we're we'll done. Goodbye. Have a lovely evening. Take care. Bye. 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 <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.